0: Welcome back! Why don't you just coom in and listen to us talk about this movie?
1: I'll just go to poppy seed right here if you don't mind.
0: Yeah, just put up your coat over there all gingerly if you don't mind. Hope you're ready for a good time. And hear us talk about all this good cinematography. And why it's a bad deal to watch this while being under the influence of something. If you can muster the strength to deal with all these puns,
1: paprika. All right, there it is. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs>
0: Welcome back to the otaku melancholy podcast hopefully at least if you that intro did drive you all away Yeah, hopefully the podcast that doesn't pick between Ray and asuka we both know that misato is best yes yeah. i'm matt and sweet dreams are definitely not made of this and i'm brad and i t- i, I want to give me a girl that has that head eating pussy <laughs> All righty then, let's just get ready and just, uh... Let's, uh, I need a- I need- I need a beverage for this one. All right. How's that for that ASMR, people?
1: Uh, too much slurpage. Craig, we'll need- gonna need you to cut that out.
0: Nothing like a fr. <laughs> a fresh <laughs> Non-alcoholic ginger beer. For this podcast, I'll tell you what.
1: This podcast not sponsored by La
0: Croix. Not sponsored by Sparkling Water. Hey, this podcast has enough no flavor for you on its own.
1: <laughs> La Croix, for when you're feeling like drinking something and you want to stay
0: that way. <laughs> La Croix, for when I just want to have the mild, mild taste of a vegetable in my mouth. Oh man! So Craig, reach out to Lacroix for, for LaQua about this. <laughs> All right, I needed a drink for this because we're, we're we're talking about we're continuing the Satoshi Conquest, and this is Paprika Station, and Paprika is an actual fucking trip. Yeah, it, it's quite literally in your case. Yeah, I've seen this movie twice: once high and once not. actually three times three times the the second time i did not finish because i hyped it so much when i was like i was high and uh yeah like if you don't know me i'm not i don't i i'm a pretty good boy i don't do stuff like that too often i mean so this is honestly just like every time i've like out of the four or five times i've gotten high i've watched anime every single time i think wow a weeb in every instance every single facet of me is, is a weeb drunk me loves anime too
1: <laughs> can we get the uh, mouse scores of drunk Matt and the mouse scores of
0: high Matt <laughs> I mean high Matt gave Peppery like 11 out of 10 <laughs> we'll just see what's like not high Matt had to say about it just drunk Matt <laughs> I think drunk Matt watched the sword art online movie <laughs> And he was like, that was cool, I guess. <laughs> okay. Right, so we're talking about
1: Paprika, the latest and some might say greatest of Satoshi Kon's work. And that's kind of unfortunate that it's his latest because he has since passed away. In, what was it? 2010? Yes. And so that's that's the last work if that we'll have out of him if you don't count his manga,
0: Opus. Which we have been debating, like, covering because, I mean, I i mean, I've debated it. I've just brought it up to Brad right now. Hey, Brad, we're debating on covering Opus, by the way. Oh, we are? We are. We're debating. It's an intense debate. But I'll win you over soon enough. I don't know. Is it a manga? Not a light novel? It's not a light novel. You, There are pictures. There are oh, actual good. pictures. I, li- I like reading with pictures. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> i don't like big books i like small tiny books that can just like oh my gosh that came out of nowhere craig edit that shit out
1: craig sound bite that put it in the library he's already gonna be using
0: that okay so yeah it was his. La- it's it's his last his last feature-length film he did submit a short film for a compilation but this is his last work and um yeah it is it's it's a literal trip like i i guess a quick summary if you don't want to listen to the actual summary that we'll soon be providing is it's japanese inception yeah it it. i was thinking that throughout the whole movie so like this is
1: pretty much inception Although, Inception came out in 2010, so four years after this, so you could say Inception stole from paprika. Oh,
0: so Inception is just American paprika.
1: Uh, More or less, except they actually tried to make a uh, quote-unquote American paprika. Apparently, uh, Wolfgang Peterson from The NeverEnding Story and Troy tried to make a live-action adaptation, but it got
0: scrapped. Of course it did. Someone realized that you shouldn't be making, you know, live action. Is it like a, ba- it, this is, ba- this is, from, this is based off a book. So is it based off the actual novel or was it based off this? It was based off the movie, I believe. Okay. Cause Satoshi Kon and some of his adaptations, he just basically says, I'm going to take your core idea and I'm going to make it better because he did the same thing with a uh, perfect blue and I think Tokyo Godfathers, but don't quote me on that. Yeah. I mean, like, don't quote me on that. Doing it. Okay, fuck.
1: So a brief synopsis of paprika. Medical technology has advanced to the point where the DC Mini allows people to lo- look into the dreams of other people. Its main use is for psychologists to be able to look into the minds of their patient to help diagnose them better. But of course, it gets used for uh, more like recreational means. And while still in its experimental phase, it gets stolen and used by someone for their own means, and they became, become known as a dream terrorist. So now the designers of the DC Mini, as well as a detective who has been test running the the DC Mini, are on the case to try to find this terrorist and to save people from, like, nightmarish brain-melting dreams.
0: Nice. That's a good synopsis. I'm okay with it. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's one down. Pass it around. Okay. Goodness gracious, I should not Nadia have brought a... Su- on the wall. Should not have brought an actual drink into here. Even if the bourbon Greg's going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Craig's going to send me another strongly worded email and be like, would you please, as per my last request, could you please refrain from being a fucking idiot, you Neanderthal? (laughs) Like, he was so, he was such a friendly boy in the beginning, and now there's such contempt. (laughs) Anyways, so yeah, Paprika is, well... Paprika's—I—I I don't know how to d- describe the story except it's a constant roller coaster of visually pleasing art. It's because it's art. Oh yeah. No, th- this is the kind of this is the kind of film you take to your your to your. To your... <laughs> Gosh dang <laughs> it! Never again am I bringing a stupid drink in here. I just wanted to make a sound bite, and now I keep burping. Holy shit! I'm, so... okay. I'm very guttural too. They are. I'm not even focusing. They're just coming, whopping <laughs> me out. So, anyways, before I rudely just make this a, a gross ASMR, this is one of those anime you take home to mom and you say, Mom, this is art. And she says, uh, and she says what the tagline for the actual Paprika movie poster in America says, she'll say, That's your brain on anime, son. <laughs> i mean i'm not shitting you on this that's what the actual poster for the paprika film over here that's what it actually says like this came out in
1: 2006 i don't know when it was brought over to america but that's a fucking tagline from the 80s isn't it 70s or 80s early 90s
0: yeah i I think that's what they used to advertise akira with (sighs) my god i mean like like quick quick little side chat side chatter about this I don't know if this is actually c- content-wise if this is less approachable than Akira. Because I was talking about this when we were watching it. Like, would you show this to someone before or a- like before Akira or after Akira? Hmm.
1: Let's see. I'll use my niece as an example because I exposed her to Akira at the ripe old age of seventeen. Uh, would I show her this before Akira? Yeah, that's the question. Probably not, cause it's uh, well, for for a uh, a youngin, especially, it's kind of a heady thing, he- a heady yeah. film. Uh, but for a old'un like me, uh,
0: I still would show Acura first, honestly. Okay, cause that was what I was gonna say too. I was just, I literally just wanted your opinion, yeah, and wanted to be proven right. <laughs> Because Akira,
1: yeah, it's, Paprika is weird like Akira, but the weirdness in Akira is kind of like more more just to show, like, the what anime can do. And uh, it's tangentially related to the story. Paprika, it's part of the story in that it deals with dreams, so shit's going to get weird. And yeah. there's a whole lot of, like, uh, psychology and philosophy and very, like,
0: dream-related themes that go along with that. Yeah, like, get this was classified, what, a cyber-techno-thriller? cyber, a cyber techno thriller. Where? Uh, like, that's what I, I read about the book. It's a techno-thriller. And I said, I, I don't know why, the first thing I heard of techno-thriller was, like, Michael Jackson, but, like, being put through <laughs> a... <laughs> being put through an auto-tube. Because it's the plan... <laughs> So okay. Mal, uh types this as the genres: dementia, fantasy, horror, mystery, psychological, sci-fi, and thriller. Shit, it's dementia genre. I didn't know that my that my grandparents were anime. Oh dear. Oh yeah, sorry. Dementia is a hell of a thing. I'm not making fun of it anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's actually sad. I'm backing off on that. Okay. Um, yeah, because that's like that made me sad for a minute too. <laughs> It sounded a lot better in my head than I said <laughs> it, and it sounded really shitty. So, it sounded yeah. a lot better in their head too, but then they forgot. <laughs> Holy! <laughs> don't you talk about Momo,
1: <laughs> Craig? Save me,
0: <laughs> Craig. Craig, don't censor him. He's he, he. This is art. And speaking of art, Paprika is art. Yeah, it is. The story, like, I really don't think that the story is what really matters as much as just satoshi Kone carrying you to the visuals he wants to portray because uh there's a lot of strange visuals in fact the opening the opening 10 minutes had brad and i entranced and i'm talking about legitimately entranced like i wasn't eating the popcorn i had prepared and we weren't talking
1: (laughs) i mean like everyone talks about ghibli movies because like wow look at all the motion everything's moving and i'm like ghibli ain't shit compared to this you see that parade Everything was so beautiful. It's like every little piece, every little like humanoid thing had its own character. Like I remember especially that samurai armor that was parading around and he had no hands because the hands aren't going to be attached to sleeves. It's just loose sleeves flapped around. It's like, damn, that's nice.
0: I just want to just want to like, I want to just approach you real quick. Did you just say that Ghibli movies aren't shit. (laughs) Listen, that was supposed to be an aside. You weren't supposed
1: to focus on it.
0: Yeah, that's literally like I'm like you're gonna get somebody straight up fucking rustled. The dementia thing they could handle; they'd be like, "We, well, Graham Graham had her time." But the Ghibli thing, they're gonna like rip your throat through the through their through their fucking earpods, ear earbuds. <laughs> oh my goodness, the dementia's affecting me too now. <laughs> but yeah, I mean the, the parade, especially the dream parade of all these assorted characters that reoccurs throughout the movie. It really is visually impressive, just because I was—I was the same way. I was looking at all these little individual pieces that were moving, and I was just—I uh, was just honestly really fascinated by focusing on this one piece that was moving, not in like a almost gif-like fashion, yeah. but fluidly and just freely motion. Almost, I don't want to say like a rubber hose animation, but you know, just it looked nice.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you ever had those weird dreams where. Stuff moves like the way it shouldn't, but you just have to accept it. Or like weird continuity where you're in one place, you're in in your bedroom, you walk out the door, and suddenly you're in the school cafeteria. And it it just makes sense to your dream. Have you ever had that weird instance where, supposedly, if you're in a dream and you press a finger through your palm, it'll go through? And that's a good way to tell if you're in a dream? uh, Any... If you've had any dreams like that, this film does a really good job at portraying that. Just the yeah. weird physics break of that that dreams can have.
0: Yeah, so, let's story. Like, we have talked about the how just... Great, sorry, I was just trying to keep that burp repressed. I felt it coming. Uh, how great the story is, but we don't even know who the main character is. Is Paprika, the spice they use to get put under, or is it, is it, is it just, what, what is Paprika? So,
1: Paprika, as far as I can tell, is, like, the, the dream personification of main character Atsuko Chiba, who is part of the development team for the DC Mini, alongside Kosaku Tokita.
0: Oh, big, massive boy.
1: Yeah, who is, like, like, literal big chungus, I mean every time he's on screen you are just distracted and what the fuck are you laughing at i went to his character page and the first thing that popped up recent feature articles top 50 best and worst fat anime characters with a picture of snorlax on it
0: oh my god well i mean he is he's a cute boy though he's really into his gadgets he's a cute boy
1: Yeah, but, like, I don't want to be that guy that says everything that's shown on screen has to serve a purpose of the story, but why is he so fucking fat? I mean, there's the restaurant scene where he just orders entree after entree after entree, and it's like, what's going on here?
0: I I didn't know it was either. I thought this fatness was going to portray to, like, some part of his psyche, but it just seemed like he was, uh, he just really, um, didn't... He was just a child, and I guess he always ordered what he wanted and ate it yeah. as such. I think that might have been the point of it, but I can't really uh, peruse Satoshi Kone's brain to gather it. But I kind of, I kind of, that's what I thought. That's what I imagined. And uh, I mean, it kind of did, uh, like, get into that
1: a little bit, where he's like, a, he would always uh, shrug it off like a, a a spirit is never a uh, content spirit is never fat or something like that or like his in his inner vision of himself is is of uh, more fit
0: and healthy than his outward appearance and that's enough for him. Yeah, but yeah, and he's they're working they're working and trying to uh you know find out what is causing all these strange events where people you know are being manipulated almost in the beginning. It's just them trying, or it's just paprika, you know, attempting to help uh detective Konakawa. Yeah. And uh, fix his anxiety dream, which kind of plays off again. It's the first five minutes and it's just a set piece to show you that this is going to be trippy and this is going to be going through place to place. And it's kind of a, it's kind of almost, I don't know how to describe it because like, if you've seen perfect blue, you know how the transitions work in perfect blue. How it's almost manipulating you into seeing the scenes that it wants you to see in the way you want it that the the director wants you to see them. But Paprika is just doing it a little bit more aimlessly to say, hey, it's a dream. Fuck your rules. Yeah. And it really works. Like, I was never confused. It is is something you kind of casually have to grow accustomed to, but I was never confused by it, which is a really talent. a sign of a talent. Yeah, quite literally, stream of consciousness. Yeah, especially going from location to location. It's it's really easy to go to. But they suspect that the terrorist is a Mr. Himiro K, who was an assistant to Tokita, the inventor of the DC Mini. Yeah. And was it Chairman Shima? He says, we got to do it. And they do it. They go in on this fun little adventure to go and try to get the Dishi Mini. All the while, Professor X is in the background going, "Mm." (laughs) What is his name? Inui something? Yeah, Seijiro Inui. Oh. Yeah, and he's just in the background going, "Mm." So. And that's the story as far as we're going to cover before we get into spoilers. Yeah. So, yeah, so, well, really... This is this is this is just a this is just an art this is an art ass anime. It's a triple A anime. It's art ass anime. I mean, it 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 really it's it's beautiful to look at. The fat rolls on Tokito are just mesmerizing themselves. Ugh. That's not art. It's it's. I don't. I I I always feel like I'm not I'm not the kind of person who can say this is an art film because. I don't fucking know what an art film is. Yeah. I don't watch anime, <laughs> but it's it's definitely it's definitely some there's definitely some hard art in it. And one of the, I guess we can get into the themes of it,
1: or at least try to from what we can gather from it.
0: <laughs> one of the big you themes that it, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you were saying, like, gather the themes from it. I'm like, you're implying that we're stupid. And I mean, we are definitely stupid. And I I mean, like, I definitely, I feel like I, I can only grasp so much of this man's work. Yeah. And I mean, it's not on, it was not on the paranoia agent where I was just looking at myself saying, am I, have, am, am I incapable, am I incapable of thought? <laughs> It's, it's, it's not on that level. It, it honestly, it kind of, I guess if if I'm being honest, like one of the movies that reminded me the most now that I'm looking back on it is Spirited Away, Hmm. just with how like going back to Ghibli movies, because I, I just wanted to just, it's something I thought once, but just how everything just goes. And it's just, you just have to accept that it's happening. It's just reminded me of Spirited Away. So maybe if you like Spirited Away, try this out. I mean, it's not as lighthearted as Spirited Away. Oh, no. No, but, you know, I just, I just, I just wanted to bring that up. Just want to bring that up. You continue. Yeah. Themes? Themes? So one of the themes that become most
1: prevalent in this is, especially by the chairman, what's his name, Chairman Inui, is the sanctity of dreams and how trying to meddle with them and trying to, like, manipulate them or connect with them is something beyond something that he says should be beyond the boundaries of science and that dreams are too natural and too core to humanity to try and tamper with. And. Well. Well, I'm going to be honest.
0: I didn't, uh, for me, this was really pretty to look at. I didn't get too much out of it. (laughs) You didn't actually get in it. You didn't actually go, man. What theme? You just were like, pretty movie. Yeah, I was trying to like start something up, and
1: I hope that you would take it away from me.
0: Oh, okay, all right, okay. <laughs> I'll pick it up. I'll I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up. I'll shine it, and I'll try to stretch this out for as much as I can go for it. So I mean, I literally, I guess one of the things that I kind of was just that theme of the sanctity of having a dream, and. I guess honestly, I I didn't think it meant like literally like you know like dreams. As in, I go to sleep, I dream of being, um, of watering flowers with my pee pee. Um, I I don't. I'm just trying to use an example. Nobody like. Let's get this one thing straight. Nobody likes it when you talk about your dreams. Nobody on this earth cares about how you were suddenly looking through your closet and then you fell into the fell into the laundry mat where your second grade teacher was doing the dab while. <laughs> President, while well, Obama was there doing the uh, floss, nobody cares. Okay, I'm just saying this for humanity's sake. I will pretend to care if you're my friend, but nobody cares. All yeah. right, it's we quite, it's quite like
1: a universal condition that everyone's dreams is interesting, and important, and important to themselves because it's like you're trying to dissect. Oh, what does this memory mean to me? But to everyone else, it's like this sounds like a shitty fan fiction. I really just want to get back to my breakfast.
0: Yeah, well I mean it's one of those things that dreams are so intangible that you telling me that and then I was here but there was this guy here but he wasn't like this guy. I cannot understand your dream. I am not the only you are the person who can look into your dreams and understand what they mean. There's no way. They're intangible. They are a figment of your mind that you cannot outwardly express. Well, you can if you have some talent. I'm not going to dec- I'm not going to I'm not going to shit on you for that, but uh what I think he meant when he was talking about the in, the messing with the sanctity of dreams is mostly just like with uh, Takita, right? Yeah. So Takita's dream is, you know, to work on these electronics, these gadgets and have a fun time all doing it. And people are constantly, you know, they're really railing against him because he's created something horrible, you know, Yeah. that can mess with the psychologic, the the psychological aspects of a human being. And that's something that you just don't fuck with, you know, like. You don't, you don't fuck with that because that's like a person's inner soul really and truly is how it goes on in their mind. And so people are decrying it, but his dream is to still have a way for people to connect with one another in that, in that fashion. Yeah. And really and truly, I think Inui is just saying that you don't, you don't mess with the sanctity of dreams. And even one of Takita's other dreams is just to be with Miss, Miss, you know, Atsuko. But again, he knows he's big Chong. He's a big Chongo. He's a big, he's a big heckin'. He's a big heckin' boy, and so he—he just—he it's just a dream he has, but he doesn't feel like it's gonna be really achieved because of something that's limiting him. But it's a dream, and I think that's the core theme of Fabrica, and that's what I'm gonna—that's what I'm gonna make my—that's—that's that's what this paper is about, <laughs> is that these dreams are dreams, your ambitions are a holy construct to you yourself, so they should be. Revered in that you shouldn't, you shouldn't fuck with somebody else's dreams and tell them they can't accomplish something. Yeah, and that's why I'm gonna also have to take it back and say, if your dream is to tell me about your dreams, then okay, I guess I'll deal with it for now. <laughs> so, really and truly, that's what I, that's the core theme I've got. I don't have anything else for you here. I'm dropping the ball and hoping that Craig will pick it up. Craig, your your point of
1: view.
0: Oh, I never thought of it that way. I didn't either. I hope that he actually said something and this didn't leave us on an awkward silence. <laughs> I'm, fuck, I'm guaranteeing he will. We try to bring this boy in, but he just doesn't want to. We'll probably do that thing again and put in our TF2 soundbite. He's going to. Hey, t- put, the, put the fun one. Put the one, if God wanted you to live, he would not have created me. <clears throat> yeah, put that there, I guess. He probably won't do it. He hates me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to, this is, this, this. okay. So we're talking about Habrika. We're not talking about how my strained relationship with this producer is. Yeah. So uh, among the cast that we haven't mentioned yet is a
1: uh, officer Toshimi Konakawa, who I feel like is in one of every Satoshi Kon work is this detective type. Cause yeah. he feels like the guy straight out of Paranoia agent, but he is the one test, test piloting the uh, DC mini. Uh, I think it's kind of under the table. Yeah. But he is a officer, and in high school he had a dream where he and his friend would work on independent movies. And that has kind of influenced his dreams, where he feels a kind of guilt about leaving his friend behind to pursue uh, more adult uh, paths in life. And along with that, in his dreams... Some of his like criminal cases uh influence his dreams, and he finds the help of paprika, who is like this this uh kind of dream guardian where uh, she is like the the enigma of the film, and i'm sh- sure there's a lot of metaphors that could be drawn from that, but i I can't figure that out. But <laughs> we wow. have a uh, Tapriku's helping him out and when more cases start to come up about people going insane and dying from the DC mini uh, terrorism, Konokawa comes in to like help figure out who's doing it.
0: Yeah, and uh I I I can't I honestly I don't think too many of these characters are exactly fleshed out. I mean, it's not like I'm going, the only one I'm going to be able to remember after this is for the worst reasons. I'll remember Takita Togita forever because he's just a, he's just a big, big, beautiful boy in anime form. Takes up a lot lot of space in your memory. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He takes up a lot of the screen when he's on it too. He's a good boy though. He's good boy. I'm talking to him like he's a dog i'm okay i'm good and paprika i'll remember paprika as well yeah uh outside of just the characters like obviously i'm gonna remember this visual spectacle this film was for like forever and i might like, like i mean like if you if you are the type of person who engages in that sort of thing you you do a drug that's not one of the bad drugs you t- watch paprika it's a trip
1: i, I loved can, it i can uh believe that and i would like to try that someday maybe
0: i would recommend it i mean, be- when I was high, and I watched this movie, it was a 11 out of 10. It was the best thing I'd ever seen in the entire in the entirety of film. And then I watched it when I was down one day, and I was just bored. When I was like a young boy, a young youngish lad. Yeah. Anyways, Paprika's cute, and I always remember her, especially the scene where she got ripped. Well, she got a uh, she got ripped when she was training at the gym. It was a good scene. i will talk about that. In the- <laughs> I forgot that we're trying to avoid spoilerinos. Yeah. It was a great scene, her workout seeing the workout montage. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I really feel like there's not much to talk about Paprika because it's honestly just, a, it's, it's one of those anime that serves to show you what anime can accomplish because it's pure visuals. It's pure visual and the plot's not the thing that really matters yeah. 100%.
1: There's one thing I could say about Paprika, um, especially considering it is the latest of Satoshi Kon's work, is that it feels like it brings in elements from Satoshi Cone's previous works, like especially Perfect Blue and Paranoia Agent. And I can't say anything about Millennium Girl because we haven't seen that yet. And, yeah, we haven't seen
0: Millennium Actress yet. Yeah, that one. And we'll get to that next. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like suddenly just trying not to be like that guy going, actually... But yeah, we'll get to that one next. And but we'll... with Paranoia Agent, especially the music, the
1: OP from Paranoia Agent, I believe the same crew or artist who worked on that OP did a lot of the music for Paprika, and it it is instantly recognizable, like that distinct style. And there's one point where I feel like it's the actual OP, like being put in here, but it's it served well like very well in the Paranoia Agent OP. Uh too well in fact. I feel like the anime didn't really live up to the expectations I had from the OP. But the sense of like dissociative like identity that was in that's in that kind of music really works well for Paprika. For especially for Dreamscapes. Because you yeah. see like you see one thing and you experience another you see like a cute little doll and it's just emitting this laugh that puts you so out of ease that you want to get away and then you vault over a railing and all of a sudden you're falling 30 feet off a building
0: and then you get caught by tarzan who is also spider-man who's not really spider-man but it's actually your mom. But it's not really your mom. It's actually your aunt. But your mom and your aunt are basically the same per- person, really, and surely, if you think about it. And then Freud sits you down at his desk and starts to ask you some questions. And then he... It's just... It's just a just movie. It's just movie. It's...
1: And then as far as Perfect Blue, later on in this movie, it starts... Uh, so Paprika is... like a manifestation of the Dream Helper. And like it this won't be a spoiler cuz it's shown early on it is like the research director Atsuko Chiba goes into the DC mini and Ala Art online becomes paprika and as she's going around as paprika trying to like determine who is the other person in the DC mini there becomes a, there comes out a second paprika and Then there becomes a discussion between Paprika and Atsuko herself. And it's it's like Perfect Blue in in that you have Mima Kirigoe versus her, like, idol persona. And trying to figure out who's the real one, which one is... Yeah, like, which one is more real, which one is uh, fictional. So with this, you would think that uh Satoshi Kone is trying to bring in the best elements of all his previous works, and personally, I feel that it's bringing in uh motifs from his previous works, but doesn't doesn't do a full measure for each uh thing that the previous work did on its own mm. if that makes sense,
0: yeah, no it, it makes sense to me. I mean, and again, this is kind of the culmination of all his experience, really and truly. Like it's the la- it's his latest film, but it also speaks to the talent that he's kind of accrued and all the skills that he's been using as a director. And I think and I'll talk about this later, but I think it's a really solid film. All right. But we got as as always, you know, just let's talk about the ending and the spoilerinos <laughs> that go with it, because it's kind of a weird mindfuck towards the end. So somebody's going to tell you when to skip to. All right, so skip ahead to 4610 to uh, skip the
1: uh, the dream sequence. And we'll tell you after that our final thoughts and our scores. Neat. One, two, three!
0: In the very near future, a group of brilliant scientists have created a machine that can control our dreams I hope you've left already if you haven't then that's cool thank you for staying anyways this is uh, I don't know what the fuck the last part of this movie really was It's like it was like Satoshi Kon has a vendetta against Tokyo I think <laughs> Because he just wants it destroyed. He wants things ruined in Tokyo. He's all about the ending being things get fucked up in Tokyo. Yeah. And just like
1: in Paranoia Agent where uh, the weird weird mindfuck stuff actually happened in real Tokyo. And so it happens in Paprika where the the dream started to become real. And Tokyo actually gets left with a big shadow crater in the middle of it.
0: Yeah, and I was just so, I just, I always feel like, I, and I was paying 100% attention to this movie, and I was just bombarded with this sort of, um, is this actually happening? Yeah. Is, or is this a mass hallucination? But no, it was somehow it becomes real. And... As, as we, to
1: quote us throughout the entirety of the film, more clearly, please.
0: Yeah, and this is also... I guess it's a spoiler, but it's host to one of my favorite lines in all of anime. (laughs) The fact that I know I'm drunk means that I'm sober. And I said, good for you. Good for you, detective. You have outsmarted everyone else. Yeah. I mean, I've been there before telling, telling one of my friends, I know that I'm drunk. Ergo, I'm not as drunk as I should act as I actually am while I'm puking and crying in a bathtub. (laughs) So, in their case
1: to find out who is responsible for all these people losing their minds and dying in dreams, they chase after the enigmatic K Himero, and they discover that this Himero is actually, like, what is he, unconscious?
0: Yeah, he's basically being a tool. He's... He's mildly insane, and the actual bad guy Isui is using his insanity to inject into other people. Yeah, through the DC
1: mini. So Professor X, the wheelchair-bound chairman, Seijiro Inui, is actually the one influencing all the people because he is, I believe, he's trying to, he's trying to perfect himself so that he can walk again. And he gets a an assistant, Morio Osanai, who also works with. Uh, Atsuko and Tokita. Uh, chair- the chairman wants to take him over for his body so he can walk again. And he goes on a power trip and wants to control everyone through their
0: dreams. Yeah, and it's kind of... Um, one of the things is that I I had to read the synopsis afterwards because I didn't understand if Osanai he was just... He was just having sex with whoever he could to do whatever he needed to do. Yeah. And I was just, I was just like, can Inoue even do any, that's, I guess that's a bad thing for me to be wondering, but could Inoue even do anything or was he just like waist down or is he just, <laughs> just, you know, they were clearly in bed together. I'm just, I want to know. I want to know. Yeah.
1: I mean, I mean uh, there was a segment where Os and I was called out for uh Doing a quote-unquote favor for Moreau so he can get on the development team, and he does show a kind of shame for it. So, he, and there was the statue in the dream sequence of Osanai, Osanai's face being on a bronze god statue, and I believe that that was either his like self-image or like yeah. Inu Inui's portrayal of him, like this man is the golden god that I want to be.
0: I will fuck yeah. this. I will fuck this man. <laughs> I will, I will fuck this man, for he is what I want. And uh, there was something else that I guess didn't. I don't know. I'm trying to remember these core things through the movie that I wanted to bring up, but the movie was kind of a fever dream for me. It um, was. I mean, one of the things I guess I kind of distinctly have just stuck in my mind was the fact that Osanai was jealous of Tokita. Because Tokida was, you know, a scientist, an actual scientist where he was. And he was like, oh, Atsuko's is going to like you more. I don't like you because of that. Yeah. And I was just, these motivations, I, I I I get them. But at the same time, I do not get them. And the ending, especially the ending fight where I'm the big bad black... A, a, a big, bag black thing. Now I'm a big person that's angry and I'm blowing up Tokyo. Yeah. And I was just, again, I, I got like Paranoia Agent flashbacks straight to that. And then it was just like Paranoia Agent. It was kind of settled um unceremoniously, I think.
1: That's the big issue with these kind of dream sequences. If you have a big fight in a dream sequence, it's, it develops a very, very, very loose magic system. And... You can just do anything you want, and you don't have to explain it. That's why there's a lot of movies, like especially in in the West, where if you have a world where where anything is possible, the only limitation is your imagination. it's going to end up very limited, and you there's no way to get around it like there was some movie uh, like like a few years ago that had Oprah Winfrey in it, and I was like you could do anything in this world. Just use your mind. And it just, everything looked boring.
0: A uh, wrinkle in time. Yeah,
1: that the, just from yeah. the trailer, everything looked boring and I could predict that. Oh, it's going to be like very limited. <laughs> like, like Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> oh yeah. Classic cinema. The fight between uh main protagonist and Linus. <laughs> Shout out to Linus and the fact that I can remember his name. Wow, that must have really stuck with you for you to just go, Linus. They they made the joke of Minus, more like Linus, or something like that. But yeah, Um, it was a fight where uh, Linus is like throwing sharks at him and the other kid just turns him into bubbles and uh, he just says brain fart and Linus' head just gets fucking ginormous and it's, it's, it's a pretty okay fight, but there's no rules. There are no limitations. So there's like limitations yeah. breed creativity. Yeah. And if you have a dream sequence, then anything goes. So it's going to be like, why is this happening? There's no way to it. There's no tension. There's no drama.
0: Yeah. And I think honestly, just like, I understood where the core, the core ending came from. It was, you know, Atsuko accepted, you know, Tokita yeah and they together you know by sort of reinforcing each other you know help to make this this creation that could undo all this malice that this uh you know we had created yeah or maybe i'm just reading into it wrong that's what i got out of it well, and
1: yeah i mean
0: and it was it was yeah. a nice little ending because she accepted him you know like one of her last lines was you know it the the outside doesn't matter because i can see who you are on the inside and she loved him for it, or she cared about him enough for it. And eventually they end up getting together, which I was like, good for them. That's nice. I hope she, I hope everything works out for her. Yeah.
1: Uh, but I mean, other, if you don't pick that up, then all you see is uh, Tokita's dream embodiment is him being a giant robot, like one of those classic uh, wind-up robot toys that kind of roll around and spin their head. So mm-hmm. he's on the ground. Paprika jumps into his chest and disappears, and out from Tokita's robot chest is this giant baby who unleashes the big suck onto yeah. onto the big bad. And with each little bit that she sucks, she gets old bigger and older and she wins by <laughs> sucking off the antagonist.
0: Wow. Yeah, I mean, she just sucks him up and says, okay, I win. Yeah, so if that's all the context that you
1: did, that you gleaned from it, it's a very anticlimactic fight. Or conclusion. And, well, not every movie has to have a fight, and not every fight has to be, like, big action kablammies. Yeah. But it feels very out of place and very unsatisfying.
0: Yeah, it's definitely... It it definitely does feel a little bit unceremoniously that it just ends like that. And I'm not going to like, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I understand the the visual spectacle of getting that point, especially the race through the parade segment earlier, where I just was thinking to myself, the movie's still going. Oh, yeah. It was still visually a spectacle to watch. And that's what this, this show, this anime, this movie has tons of style and just enough substance to keep me going.
1: Nice. Yeah. And especially the scene where she wakes up from the dream only to discover that she's still in the dream. That happens, I think, with every dream-centered movie. But it's but especially with this, it catches you off guard. And it's like, oh, wow, we're, we're still in this. Let's go.
0: But now, the device is missing. To solve the mystery and save humanity she must stop the dream terrorists from altering our minds. From Satoshi Khan, the acclaimed director of Perfect Blue, and Tokyo Godfathers, comes a visionary tale that crosses the line between reality and imagination. So there's a this this, this, this so we're just gonna wrap this puppy up like talk about our scores yeah I guess so yeah cause I, I'm just like I don't think that this is one of those movies that I can't really talk too much about I think it's the same thing I t- suffered from the uh, Perfect Blue in Tokyo Godfathers <laughs> because I'm like it's a movie go watch it this, this episode is
1: probably <laughs> it's so pretty go look at it now
0: I mean like if we literally make this episode like 80 minutes long then you could've just watched the fucking movie <laughs> So, I'm trying just to give you, like, a little bit of a taste for when you're driving or sitting there watching your taxes. (laughs) Watching watching your your taxes. Ah, yes, I have filed the W-2. Now to just look at it. Brilliant. (laughs) But just a taste. So, score, 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 score. Scores are all that matter, right? Yeah. Scores and closing thoughts. Closing thoughts and scores. Closing thoughts and scores. Closing thoughts and scores. So, my main... My main thing with this movie, the entire run through was that it was, again, I've been saying it over and over again, but you really need to watch it. It's a visual spectacle. It is an art movie. It is it is a movie that's like art. Art does not have to be explained to you. You don't have to understand art. Art doesn't request. It's not a blockbuster movie where it has to say, well, this is how Dwayne the Rock Johnson did this. He used the bazooka that he dropped from the skyscraper and then jumped out of the building to catch. It doesn't have to tell you how everything was solved. It doesn't have to say this is explicitly what this means. It is up to your own interpretation. And some people like ourselves included a little bit, we can't comprehend or grasp at everything. And it would take a few rewatches I think to just dissect this movie in every single facet. But I appreciate just for my first ride through how visually pleasing it was. It was how consistently entertained I was with what was on the screen just to see what it was going to be. And some people need story to keep them hooked, and I'm one of those people, too. But at the end of it, Paprika was entertaining enough to where I I, I just kept myself engaged, and all the little revelations just had me saying, I'm going to rewatch this someday, and I'm hopefully going to still give it the same score and enjoy it as much. So, yeah. ending score is a light eight. A light eight. It's not a hard eight. It's not a hard eight. It's a light eight. Would you say
1: seven point nine?
0: Uh I would give it an eight. <laughs> like I would gi- I would definitely give it an eight, but I wouldn't give it like an eight point five. I'd give it like an eight point two. I'd give it like an I'd give it an eighty two. Eighty two. Eighty two out of a hundred. Eighty two out of a hundred. Like eighty two. Okay.
1: Well, like you said, that you it this requires a rewatch just to absorb all that it tries to put out. Uh this was my first time watching it and it was with my friend that I like to uh that I like to joke about, like, look at this, isn't this funny or isn't this wacky, we're crazy? So I didn't absorb it as much as I didn't absorb it like a film critic would. <laughs> Not to say that we're film critics,
0: but I will I mean I was the same person you were watching it with and I was going like saying like her her Yeah but <laughs> But uh
1: if I before I can give it a like final solid score, I would need to watch it again by myself to like uh, internalize stuff a lot more. Uh, I will reiterate my statement that this tried to pull in themes from Perfect Blue and Paranoia Agent, and did not do either as well as the respective works did. And whereas with Perfect Blue, I got the message that uh your public persona can become so great that it rules over who you actually are. Whereas with Paprika I got the message Dreams are crazy dog and I'm like, yeah, they dream them dreams be crazy. And I didn't really see much more that it was uh if it was putting out more than that then I wasn't picking it up. So for the moment until I see it again and rescore it, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a soft seven. Hmm, a soft seven.
0: Yeah. A soft seven score. Yeah. A soft seven score, slided selectively. Sl- <laughs> okay, I'm not doing this. Sh- I'm not. I'm not doing these shenanigans. It's not. It's not funny. I, I think it's funny. You... Okay, it's a little funny.
1: It's a little bit funny. It's a little funny. It's fucking
0: hilarious, dude. It is, yes, isn't it? It's fucking entertaining. All right. So, so a soft seven and a light, light eight. A Very
1: eight. confident scores all around.
0: Yeah, I mean, you should watch it. I mean, this is what is this episode? It's probably like fifty minutes. Go watch it. Yeah. Go, go put up the taxes. Stop looking at your taxes. <laughs> You can look at those later. Taxes are temporary. The government is temporary. Anime is eternal.
1: A friendly reminder that your federal taxes have been extended until June 15th. Check your state regulations to see if your state taxes have also been extended to June 15th. I know they have in North Carolina.
0: (laughs) And I don't know because uh, (laughs) I already filed mine. Yeah, Yeah, I need to get on that. Well, go put those taxes up. Go watch Paprika.
1: I will. Thank
0: you. You're welcome.
1: And if you want to watch Paprika too, then, uh, well, you won't be able to find it on your typical anime streaming sites, but you will be able to find it to rent and to own on Vudu, Amazon Prime Video, YouTube, iTunes, and Google Play Video, and uh, other such places like those. But they're not listed on Google, so that's all I'm going to say but that has been paprika and we have been the otaka melancholy podcast and we have been your hosts brad and matt catch us every tuesday and every other friday find where we're posted by going to our website at otakamelancholy.com where you can find our previous episodes like our reviews on perfect blue and tokyo godfathers and uh paranoia agent just don't look down on us too much on that one
0: or do it's my kink
1: hell yeah and also <laughs> <laughs> send uh, messages to melancholy podcast at gmail.com and Matt will be able to get those emails so we can k-
0: get off to them apparently excuse me yeah just just talk bad about me it makes me cry and I, I guess I've got like ducked up. I don't remember what the exact thing is but also feel free to join the discord as always that's how we keep things regulated and keep you posted and also you can talk to us we are not assholes <laughs> well we're not going to be assholes to you after we've gone comfortable to you not gonna lie might be a little bit more asshole. but if you come in the discord but server, only if you're a hit- bone of hero with that yeah only if you're okay I'm not gonna just immediately just say hey what's up asshole (laughs) would you join the server you can talk to us and continue the discussion as we all want to do because we all love anime in here and we want to talk about it with you and there's something else I'm supposed to say but I forgot what that was
1: also join us at our Facebook our Instagram
0: our Twitter she had the Twitter yeah I have I have hands off on the Twitter you go to Twitter you follow us to the whopping zero tweets (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but we're there we're there you wanna you wanna follow us put us under your badge I'll probably follow you back I don't know I don't I'll check Twitter I don't, I don't anyways let's get to the fucking point already Matt and wrap this up um, and as Albus Dumbledore once said it does not do well to dwell on dreams and forget to watch anime take care T- take care that's my line you were taking too long! Now your candy's gone! What? That's what happened! b Be- gal.
1: I thought every time you say goodbye, then I say take care, then you say good booty!
0: <laughs>
1: there you're just taking my take care. I- you know what? No.
0: Don't take no. care. Oh shit! <laughs> he done to- ooh! Are you telling it to me or the audience? Uh. Tay. Now, come. Go- <laughs> Holy shit, <laughs> I'm in a <gonna> burp again. <laughs> 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 i the